There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you're not a malicious soul, help out by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. Also, I've set up a channel membership just in case you want to show your support and help keep story time going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by an anonymous poster. Oh, you want to prove you're allergic to the vaccine? Okay, now you're fully vaccinated. So I'm a doctor in New Zealand currently working in immunology. Our country recently, like today, introduced a policy where you need to show a vaccine pass to be able to access hospitality or retail stores. To get this vaccine pass, you either need to be fully vaccinated or have a legitimate medical exemption. As I just started working in immunology, I have a weekly allergy clinic. I had a woman referred into me who we shall call Karen, who had reportedly had a reaction to the first vaccine dose. We take that very seriously, and there was a strong possibility that she could receive an exemption from the second dose or subsequent booster shots depending on the nature of the reaction. However, it became clear within the first few minutes of the consult that this woman had not had a serious reaction to the vaccine. She was not telling me any of the symptoms she experienced and just kept referring to the reaction. Even direct questioning was getting nowhere. However, after a frustrating 10 minutes, I was able to rule out a severe allergic reaction or a possible cardiac event. The two major concerns for the Pfizer vaccine. During the course of the consult, it became obvious that Karen was more interested in grandstanding about the vaccine than in actually receiving medical care. She accidentally let slip that getting a vaccine exemption would benefit her politically, whatever that meant. She also let slip that she was against vaccines in general and was trying to prove a point. I offered her an alternative vaccine, the AstraZeneca, which she vehemently refused due to risk of blood clots. So, I explained what the standard procedure is to confirm a serious allergy. It's called a challenge. Basically, we give the patient the thing they might be allergic to. If they react, we have all of the necessary care with experts on severe allergy right there. This is in a major hospital, and if they don't have a reaction, we know you aren't allergic. I explained it by saying, we give you the shot and see what happens. If you have a reaction, I'll happily write you an exemption for the booster. She agreed to this, signed the consent form after I went through it in detail, I gave her the vaccine, and she promptly had a seizure. I put that in quotation marks because it was the least convincing seizure I have ever seen. I've seen drug addicts trying to score benzos in the emergency department having more convincing seizures. I'm not even willing to call it a pseudo-seizure, it was that terrible. She literally laid down, didn't fall, she actually laid slowly on the ground, and started flopping like a fish while periodically looking at us to make sure we were watching. I've never seen anything like it. Her vitals were all completely normal, blood was completely normal, everything was fine. After she had recovered, Reed got tired and gave up. My boss, who had taken over by this point because of how bizarre it was, explained to her that she did not have a reaction to the vaccine, was kind enough to call it a pseudo-seizure, which is essentially a seizure-like event 
caused by a psychological trigger rather than physical that to the patient feels like a real seizure but is not typically dangerous. He informed her that she would not be receiving an exemption that resulted in much yelling and shouting until they calmly informed her that she didn't need an exemption as she was now fully vaccinated. She received the first dose prior to being sent to our clinic and we gave her the full second dose during the challenge so she was covered. The look on her face was absolute gold. She then proceeded to declare that she had not consented to being vaccinated, she had in writing, and that she refused to accept that she was vaccinated. She was, and that we were trying to prevent her from claiming to be unvaccinated. We weren't. She then stormed out of the clinic when I gave her a I'm fully vaccinated sticker, which we normally give out after a second dose. I kind of got in a tiny bit of trouble for that bit, but It was so worth it. It was an entertaining afternoon. If you were a doctor in a situation where the patient claims to have something that they don't have, you watch them literally lay down on the ground and flop around like a fish, would you get a kick out of just standing there watching them, waiting for them to finally stop and get back up? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Chainsmoker Magic. Don't speak Spanish in front of you? Okay. How about French? No? Maybe German? So this is an interaction I observed in a convenience store the other day. It was a busy day, so there was a bit of a line, and behind me was a couple speaking Spanish to each other. My Spanish is not the best, but I understand enough to overhear them being cute and flirty with each other. Kinda made me smile because, ain't love grand? Enter Karen, standing behind them in line. Obnoxiously large sunglasses, the classic haircut and red lipstick on her teeth, probably mid-40s, she gets into the line and immediately starts looking visibly annoyed. She grunts and sighs audibly, prompting the boyfriend from the Spanish-speaking couple to turn around. Hey, is everything alright? He said in perfect English. Karen gives him a look that could peel paint from the walls and says, Oh, I'm fine. I just wish people had better standards for themselves. You know speaking Spanish in public makes you seem uneducated, right? Now, my knee-jerk reaction upon overhearing this was to turn around and tell this lady where she can stick it, but the boyfriend beat me to it. As soon as she said uneducated, the dude's face inexplicably lights up like a Christmas tree. He smiles at her and immediately turns to his girlfriend and starts saying something in French. The girlfriend responds to him also in French. He turns back to Karen and says, Is that better? At this point, I'm giggling to myself because darn, this was great, but it's not over. Karen stares at the guy, mouth agape, completely speechless. No, how about this, he asks, and turns to his girlfriend and asks her something in what's clearly German. The girlfriend laughs and responds, also in German. Now, I don't speak French or German, but really, I didn't need to. This was comedy gold. At this point, I'm just busting out laughing. Karen and the other people in line saw me, so I just turned to the boyfriend and simply smile at him, and then turned to Karen and let off a, darn, he told you. I had paid for my stuff by then, and I leave as I hear the girlfriend ask, so how many of those languages are you educated in? Wish I stayed around to see the end of the interaction. From the moment the dude spoke French, Karen's face was just priceless, but I'd already interjected with some smart buttness, and confrontations really aren't something I'm looking for in my life. Besides, these two didn't need anyone's help. This really gives you a look into Karen's mindset. For some reason, this Karen seems to think anybody that can speak Spanish means they're less educated. I love that this couple turned around and just showed up this Karen and left that Karen just mouth gaping there. Maybe after that point, the Karen wasn't educated enough to construct an actual sentence. 
This next story is by the doomed hero, new army captain tries to end her career. I used to be an armorer in the US Army. I was the person in charge of securing and maintaining all the weapons. I was stationed overseas at a base that only had one arms room and I was the guy who ran it. So instead of just being responsible for the weapons in my unit, I was responsible for all the weapons in the entire post. On paper, that's a job that's supposed to be done by an E6 with a two-person support staff. In reality, the position was chronically short-staffed. It was just me, as an E4, doing the job of three people. Because the position was critical to the operations of a bunch of different units, including things like PSYOPs and Special Forces, where everything about them is classified by default, and joint operations with the Navy and Air Force, and a few foreign militaries who were working with the US, I had to get a security clearance that was higher than everyone else in my own unit. As far as I knew, there were only four other people on the post with clearance high enough to do what I did, and they were all officers. This led to some amusing situations where I was accidentally called for security briefings that were way above my pay grade. That sucked because I was on call all the time and had to go to work anytime anyone needed a weapon. Being on call was supposed to be a duty rotation, but I was the only one who could do it, so I slept in the arms room a lot. I wanted to make sure I had as little to do as possible, so I got very good at my job. How good? During an army-wide review of the entire supply chain, my post was found to be the best run arms room in the entire army. I won a medal and everything. Then we had a change in command, and the new captain hated that I didn't have to go on training exercises because I wasn't allowed to be more than 30 minutes away from the arms room ever. The compliance? The new captain was absolutely determined to take me on a training mission. She'd somehow gotten it into her head that I was a slacker, which I absolutely was, but only because I was efficient and pissed off that I never got to leave the base. So she drew up a bunch of paperwork to sign the arms room over to the supply sergeant. I refused to sign because the person with all the ammo and the person with all the guns are supposed to be different people. Next, she tried to sign the arms room over to the PSYOPs company commander. I refused to sign because that commander had become a friend of mine, so I knew he was required to leave the base weekly for security briefings. Finally, she tried to sign the arms room over to our company's supply lieutenant. I tried to explain that the lieutenant didn't have a high enough security clearance, but she cut me off. She said she was tired of my excuses. Then she ordered me to sign and threatened me with an Article 15. I wrote, under duress on the paperwork. She didn't even look at the signature, so I sent an email to the warrant officer who was in charge of logistics for the area. He was the guy who'd given me the award I mentioned earlier, so he was pissed when he found out what was going on and went on the crappy little weekend training exercise and basically enjoyed my vacation. That sequence of events happened on a Friday afternoon. The chief didn't get my email until Monday morning. On Monday afternoon, my captain was relieved of command. I eventually had to testify at our disciplinary hearing. My second favorite part of the whole experience was the supply lieutenant who got a slap on the wrist for inadvertently obeying illegal orders because he hadn't learned the regulations before signing. Seeing, is it like that for you all the time? This has to change. My favorite part was the full bird colonel in charge of the hearing asking my former commander, your soldier was awarded for being the best at his job in the entire army. After he refused your orders the first few times, why didn't you start asking questions? I think the greater question that they should have asked is, is something broken? 
Sure, they can be annoyed that you're not going out anywhere or traveling or doing other things, but if everything you're doing is keeping things running smoothly, why would they care so much? Our next story is by TalYYR0. Save up to 15% on your water bill by shafting the unhoused today. I work for a Canadian harm reduction clinic run by a big nonprofit. We have two gigantic laundry machines down here for towels from our shower program and clothing donations. Because the clinic budget comes from the government and the building budget comes from the nonprofit directly, he forbade us from doing the client laundry because it runs up the building's water bill. And we ain't paying for that. Like even just once or twice for someone who's sleeping in the literal dirt and mud and snow, still a no. So now I tell clients that since we can't wash their clothing for them, they may as well donate it to us. I launder to put it out and lo and behold, there's a client right here who just gave away all their clothing and has nothing to wear. So I distribute the now warm and clean donations I just received from them back to them. Suck a doink, boss. Honestly, the management here is so asleep at the wheel, I'd be floored if he ever actually notices the water use. It's been two months since his declaration, and I'm just still quietly doing my daily end run around my boss to help folks. I think if you just boil it down to basic human decency, that's the right thing to do. Good on OP. And our final story of the day is by some weirdo in SA. Insist I announce every time I have to pee? No problem. So this was a few years ago, after just receiving a promotion at my previous company and working under a new supervisor, who we shall from here on call Karen. This is one of many altercations between us, but the only one that contains malicious compliance from my side. This was a desk job position, which also had customers calling to schedule services or repairs on their warehouse machinery. Out of proactiveness, I would discreetly tell the person that sat next to me if I were going to the loo, in case my phone rang so that they could take a message. This had worked fine for a few months, with no issues, until one day. Karen usually had varying moods, and this day was a bad mood day. Nonetheless, I continue doing my stuff, keeping my head down and whatnot. I let my neighbor know I'm headed to the bathroom and make my way. Out of curiosity, I used to time my loo breaks and I was never away from my desk for longer than three minutes. I walked back into the office and had not even sat down yet when this exchange happened. Karen shouting, where the heck have you been? Me, already pissed at her tone of voice, say, I was peeing, why? Karen says, you should tell people when you're not going to be at your desk. I'm tired of picking up your calls. Call this person back and see what they want. They hand me a note. Me noticing my neighbor was not at her desk. I say, I had told neighbor where I was going. Karen says, well, you have to tell me too. I need to know where you are if I'm going to be answering your calls. Me, already hatching my malicious compliance plan with a huge smile on my face, say, Okay, no problem. I'll do so in the future. It was this day that I decided I should really start looking after my health and make sure I get in my 8 glasses of water a day. So the next day I arrived with my 500 milliliter water bottle, knowing I would need to finish the bottle 4 times before the workday ends. I was going to the bathroom about hourly, and each time I would stand up, walk to her table, wait if she was on a call, then politely tell her, I'm going to go pee now, with the biggest smile on my face, and then go. After about a few weeks of this, she eventually cracked. Karen very loudly said, Why do you keep telling me when you need to pee? I don't want to know your internal schedule. As if she had forgotten her outburst a few weeks prior. I say, You said I had to tell you if I were going to the bathroom a few weeks ago. Karen, remembering the incident, said, Well, I didn't mean to tell me each time. As long as someone knows where you are if your phone rings. 
Me, smiling, still say, sure, I'd rather do that then. Cue the new malicious compliance plan, just to make sure this issue never gets brought up again. From now on, each time I had to use the bathroom, I would announce it in the office as I stand up. I'm going to the loo in case my phone rings. My colleagues all smirked the first time I did this, and they all started following my lead and announcing loudly whenever they went to the bathroom. This continued for the following three years that I still worked there. New hires thought it was just protocol, and did it without question. This announcement did work in everyone's favor though, because on route to the bathroom was a different apartment's office that we would often have to hand paperwork to. So whoever was going to the bathroom would usually ask if there was anything needed to drop off at that department on the way. And before I get people accusing me of possibly being a slacker, and that being the reason the supervisor was on me the whole time, I was one of the hardest working employees at that company and got four promotions in the five years I worked there. Karen was a witch to everyone. See, what I think Karen was really after was cutting down on the amount of bathroom breaks. It might have also been influenced by them just being annoyed having to help out a little bit more, but I personally do have a suspicion that this Karen just would prefer if everybody stayed at their desks the entire day, but OP ain't gonna let that stop them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm.